0: Something to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Project Shadow, episode number five sixty three Cobwebs, Dust, and a Meerkat. Hi, you know how I've been saying for a long time, I've been wanting to get a chat room back and find a way to do this live again. I'm actually trying this on Meerkat today and I'm probably gonna do that for the rest of the week. Um, If you're not familiar with it, it's an app that you can get for your phone. I've got it running on my iPad right now. Got three people watching at the moment, which is unexpected, but hey, that happens. Um, It does allow for a chat room, so I'll be able to set it up over in the corner And you will be able to join me for the live show again. So we're going to try this out, see how it works. Um, I do understand that it's got a bit of a delay, so I don't know. We'll see. But this might make for an interesting alternative to some of the things that we've looked at in the past. So hopefully you guys like it. I will try to start scheduling a time to do this in the future, but... That's actually kind of what this episode is all about. Ah, uh, what a week we had last week. It was a crazy one. Been working on a new story for everybody. The, uh, <laughs> we have fallen down the prequel rabbit hole, for lack of a better term. Um, so, okay, as you guys know, I'm working on a new novel, and this novel so far Working title Hollowed Be Thy Name, it is going to be in the same universe as the vast majority of my other books, as the Liquid Sky series, the Fates Horror series, and uh Shine Like Thunder. And as I've been working on it, I've been working on some backstory stuff that's gonna be related to it. Um Having a lot of fun with that. Actually, gonna have some extra stories coming out for that. I'm working on a story right now called The Last Flight of the Wings of the Wind, which will be the first thing that comes out in the new setting after everything's said and done. Um, After that, there will be the novelette, um, Sands of Time, which I'm really excited about. That's going to be Tancred and Seraph's first solo adventure. And that will be given out for free to all subscribers of the newsletter. You can find everything that you need for the newsletter over at ProjectShadow.com. You can sign up there. You'll get the new story free, the new novelette free when it comes out. And also keep up to date with everything that's going on. Plus, the new new newsletter comes out tomorrow. So, it doesn't have the novelette in it yet. Novelette's still being written. After that, we're going to be doing um, the, no- the novel. Which, as I said, tentatively titled Hallowed Be Thy Name. And this is going to bring back a story that... Well, actually, not a story, but a series of characters that I'm personally excited to be bringing back, but I don't think... Well, other than Toon, Toon appears in the Liquid Sky books, so you will be visiting him again, but most of the other characters are characters that I've written about for a very long time, but haven't shared anything about them publicly, so... You, for for you guys it's gonna be a bunch of new characters but for me it's a lot of old friends so I'm ex- I am excited about that I'm sorry for all the sign um that's actually what this episode was about I started putting together show notes to talk about you know what's going on in the movies and everything else but it just it didn't feel right it I've been talking to you guys on Facebook and on Twitter and whatnot, and there seems to be a lot going on in the community right now, and I know with my own life, owning a restaurant and everything, there is a crazy amount of just sheer insanity going on right now, and I just wanted to take an episode of the show to address that and kind of just talk about what's been going on here and hopefully give you guys some tools to help you straighten everything out. First of all, I want to do a full-on community outreach thing. Um, John the Rogue Demon Hunter has been making new videos, or is at least very interested in making some new videos, and is looking for a place to post them that is preferably not the YouTube. Um, He has had problems in the past with his vids being taken down from YouTube because of copyright complaint and whatnot, even though they shouldn't be taken down. So, and this is a big problem for the vidding community in general. So if you know of a place where we could um, provide hosting for these and other vidders, please let me know. That would be great. I want to put out a general kind of talk for that. But um, I've been looking. We currently do not have the ability to host video anymore on either Project Shadow or the Project Shadow Agenda. So I'm we ironically we moved all of our stuff over to youtube and now that almost feels like a mistake but i'm talking to the developers of one of the platforms that we work on and we'll see if we can get video added as one of the things that we can host there and if so we'll we we will definitely start hosting um john's videos because they are good um if You you guys might remember him mostly from back in the old Project Shadow community site, when we actually did have the video section and everything. Um, he, vo- he posted a lot of very kind of goth noir videos and whatnot, and we've been talking about some kaiju stuff. So I can't wait to see what he's doing. I'm encouraging him to give YouTube another try, because I've noticed that with a lot of the vidders out there in the community, Yeah, sometimes the videos get taken down, but a lot of times they just get a pre-roll ad put on them to pay for the licensing of the content. So maybe that would happen to him. That would be great if it did. But if you know of any alternative, any safe place that we could have um, vidders post their videos, that would be wonderful. So the main gist of... Today's episode is like the like the uh, title says, cobwebs, dust, and meerkats. Um, I've been doing a lot of backstory writing, and I know a lot of the members of the community are writers and artists in their own right. And one of the things that I have noticed recently, especially last week when I started writing story again more full time, was how hard it was for me to transition over from backstory writing to actually telling stories again that was not i I thought it would be something that would be a lot easier than it was but it was tricky and i'm still having problems with it because it's a different mode of writing and it's a different mode of telling story and it's also a different way to utilize your imagination and I've noticed within a a lot of the community comments that I've been getting that there seems to be almost a brain drain going on that a lot of us have kind of are feeling this kind of blockage when it comes to actually telling stories, whether they be our own personal stories on our blogs, on our YouTube channels, what have you. And I think I have an idea where that comes from, but I'm not 100% sure. So. My my personal theory is, one, a lot of us have started doing this for money, and for me at least, that's been a huge block, because as the kind of crazy socialist person that I am, I'm one of those people that believes that art should be free, and that's why I'm always giving stuff away, but at the same time, we have to pay the bills, and so we start worrying about how we are going to monetize things, how we're going to market things, And how all that's going to kind of get wrapped together to make a full package. I don't think we should worry about that anymore. (laughs) This is kind of my new personal goal for myself. Is that I am not going to let myself think about that anymore. It's about the stories. It's about the community. And it's always been about the stories for me. I wrote long before there was an internet and if the internet were to go away I would still be writing because it's what I do it's who I am I'm a grown man live, sitting in an office right now with crow posters, superheroes I have a three foot millennium falcon over my shoulder <laughs> You know, I love stories and I love telling them I love experiencing them and that is something that I think we need to get back to. Over the years as commentary on the internet has evolved, it almost feels like what has what happened to politics has started happening to fandom, and that has to end. I'm getting sick and tired. Like I loaded up my stories today to start seeing what to talk about, and it's all this crap about did you see what Jason Momoa said about Marvel movies? I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. Jason Momo Mom- 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 is a nice guy. I've met him at a couple cons. Really nice guy. His actual laugh is what he laughed like when he was on, playing Ronin on uh, Stargate Atlantis. Which is kind of unnerving when you're not ready for it. Like when you come around the corner and he's in the bar hanging out and you just hear that laugh. Um, but he's a really nice guy. And this just seems like bizarre PR to me. And it's an, a destructive form of PR. It's something that we don't need. And the fact that DC is trying to pick a fight with Marvel Comics is, in so many ways, everything that for me is wrong with fandom today. It's, it's, it, it's everything. Because, you know what, I can be a fan of DC Comics. I can easy be an easier fan of Marvel Comics because of Marvel Unlimited. Because I had gotten out of comics for a really long time, and it was hard for me to get back in. Then I opened a Marvel Unlimited account. And now I have access to all of these comics that I had not read, and I'm getting caught back up, and I'm reading it, and I'm loving it, and wondering why there's not an equivalent for DC. Because, as you guys know, most of my favorite characters are over there. But that's not the point. I can love both. You know, this is starting to remind me, you know, of back in the day where you had to either be a Star Trek fan or a Star Wars fan. And there was, I remember fistfights at conventions about this. That's ridiculous. And it's like they're trying to get us back to that. And so when we talk about the movies, when we talk about the books, when we talk about whatever, it's become this weird horse race where you have to pick your team, side with your team, and screw everybody else. And that's not what fandom is. I've argued this for a really long time, and I've gotten into a lot of fights with Ewan and others very publicly on the internet about this. But fandom is about the love. You know? I have this giant Batman up on top of my desk because I love Batman. I also have it up there because when the lights are turned off, the speaker light behind it kind of illuminates and puts a Batman <laughs> simple all over the top of my ceiling. And it's just a, a nice happenstance. But, um, you know, I don't care if you don't like Batman. It's just like, I don't care if you don't like the fact that I didn't like the Dark Knight movies. You know, I felt that, you know, they went in a way that there were aspects that I liked, but I thought that they negated so much of what made Batman a cool character for me that you know i like him because he is the world's greatest detective that's my that's that's why i really love batman and they negated that but you know what i don't think less of people that liked those movies and there are movies that i don't like you know i'm not a big fan of the frank miller movies i mean just take your pick i don't like the 300 movies i don't think less of people who like them because if that's your thing that's your thing and that's what fandom is about if you love Yoda, then come to my office where there's like 16 of them looking at me right now. (laughs) You know? And we'll talk about Yoda, we'll talk about the Force, we'll talk about his adventures on Dagobah, but it's not something worth arguing about. You want to argue about something, we can argue over whether or not Wash should have died at the end of the Serenity movie. That's something worth arguing about, because that just seemed like an unnecessary, oh, I'm going to kill somebody big just because I'm Joss Whedon and it's what I do. (laughs) You know, we can have the Smash the Beatles discussion over Game of Thrones and have really knocked down arguments like I've had with other people about that. Because, you know what, that's, that's arguing in fun. We both know that we love the thing that we're talking about, and we both know that we respect the other person. And at the end of the day, there's no harm, no foul. You know, we can argue till the cows come home over whether or not Harrison Wells on the new Flash show is a future Barry Allen, or if he's one of the other reverse flashes and exactly how, you know, Eddie Thawne, you know, interconnects into all this. We can argue about that, because, you know what, we all love The Flash. So it's all good. This argument over, well, our movies are better because they're more realistic. I'm sorry, neither of your movies are realistic. Neither of them. You're superheroes. You're making superhero movies. You know what? There's not a guy in a giant bat suit running around saving the day. There are no Kryptonian aliens walking around on Earth who are powered by the sun. You're, you're not making. Neither one of you are making realistic movies. Just because you want to be say that, well, ours are darker, ours are grittier, who cares? And what movies are you talking about? Because Winter Soldier really went dark. Maybe not as dark as you want to get, because, I don't know, you're Batman. But what's the point of arguing about it? What's the point of trying to say that we're the best? You know what? You're both good, sometimes. And you're both bad, sometimes. Iron Man (laughs) 2. You know, you both have your hits, and you have your misses. And I would rather you talk about why I should fall in love with the upcoming Batman vs. Superman movie, which I'm really on the fence about, then why I should like it, because it's going to be so much better than. Then what? How am I supposed to compare you to something? You know, Phantom is a community that gathers itself together at events around the country. I'm going to be attending Shore Leave again this year out in Maryland. I travel a thousand miles to go to this convention out in Baltimore just because I love the fan community there. Yes, I'm excited. I get to meet John Berriman, I get to get my picture taken with John Berriman Because, well, you know how much I love John Barrowman. But I go out there because I want to hang out with Pepper and Doc and the rest of y'all. That's why I, I take a week off and spend most of it driving. Because, you know, I've been in a couple plane crashes. And, you know, I don't fly. But, you know, it's for the community. And it's having a weird effect on the rest of us that people are starting to, you know, that the studios themselves are starting to get into this petty, petty bickering. And I can see it in everything that's going on right now. You know, you can see it in how people are acting And it's it's having a weird effect on people because it's it's doing to it's doing to a lot of you guys what it's been doing to me and causing me to just want to check out. And I don't want to check out. I don't. I want to enjoy this fiction. You know, I mean if we want to be sad, we can be sad about Terry Pratchett dying or Leonard Nimoy dying. That happened. That was sad. You know, we can have long arguments with the various conservative radio hosts who decided to attack Leonard Nimoy because he played characters that believed in peace. That's something we as fans can argue about, because they're wrong. (laughs) You know? Leonard Nimoy was a great influence on us. But this whole intermural bullcrap, oh, I'm done with it. And it's starting to affect everything. And I'm starting to see this even in the small indies like me. I mean, I'm not a huge writer. Um, well I am, as far as, like, physical size. But, you know, I have my audience. I have my people who like the stuff that I do. I love them. You know, we get together at the conventions. We hang out. We talk. It's great. It doesn't matter if I think that my stuff's better than this other writer or that other writer. Or that I wish I had the imagination of Peter J. Wex who can just sit down and write a novel in like three hours because he steals everyone's muses. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but you know, what, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to just go after each other and the horse race of it. That's the other thing that's really, really starting to grade on me is I, I, I don't talk about how many copies my stuff sells. For a simple reason. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I give away a hundred books to people. If I go to a convention and sell a hundred books. You know what? It doesn't matter. People are reading the stories. We're talking about the stories. That is what matters. And I understand that Marvel and DC and all these other companies are big companies. And they have to support a lot of people. But... I'm tired of the divisiveness and I'm tired of seeing what it's doing to people where you know I have friends and if you know you're part of the Project Shadow communities then you know a lot of them too they're going through really hard times right now with family members dying and children who have mystery diseases that the doctors haven't figured out yet and what we go what they go to fandom for more than anything else is escape they go into fandom to get a break from their crappy lives. That's one of the main things that I do. <laughs> so why would I now want my fandom to be filled with nothing but bickering and arguing and all the things that I'm trying to get away from in my regular life? And you know, if that's your bag, more power to you. That's fine. But don't try to drag everybody in on it with you. You know, it's not worth it. You know, the community is big enough. The internet is big enough. The conventions are big enough that, you know, you go over to your rooms in the South Hall, we'll go over to our rooms in the West Hall, and it'll all be okay. We don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to disagree on everything. And we don't have to be mean, rude, and cruel to each other. I know I feel like I've been doing that this is just like a giant you know public service announcement from me, but it's something that I just needed to get off my chest because as I sat down to write last week and as I sat down to write today, it was just it was almost paralyzing because I'm writing the new story actually on the site that it's going to appear on, and I'm in their editor, and because I'm in their editor it's popping up the leave a comment here. And I'm looking at that. And all I can see is the types of comments that are going to come in. There's going to be the I like this comment, there's going to be the I don't like that comment, and all that, that's wonderful. And then I think about the last time I did a big push like this and got a lot of comments about, well, why don't you write and... Compared to somebody else. Why don't you write like fill in the blank? Because I'm not. I'm not them. I'm me. I write the weird kind of stories that I do. I am the unorthodox writer. I write the stories that I want to read. And I hope other people want to read them too. And I think that's that's a place that's taken me a long time to get to in my own life. And that is if there's any message... That can come out of anything that I'm doing. Or that Project Shadow does. Is. <laughs> screw the world man. If you. You gotta do you. And do yourself well. Make yourself proud. Do what you want to do. Be happy. Because it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. You know I. I was talking to Brian about this the other day. You know if. What. What. What would it profit me if I were to write a book that I hated and make millions and millions of dollars? Yeah, I'd have millions and millions of dollars, and I would be saddled with a big pile of crap that I have to you know, take around with me for the rest of my life. Not that I don't want the big pile of cash. I just don't want the big bag of crap. <laughs> I don't think that's too much to ask for out of life. You know, I would rather be happy... Than be right. I would rather be happy than rich. I would rather be happy and have friends than just argue all the time. It took me a long time to be happy with me, just for me to be me. And I'm not saying that's going to be easy for the rest of you guys. I mean, some of you guys are going through some major, major stuff, and it sucks. I don't know what to tell you. You know, there's part of me that wants to give you the basic platitude. It gets better. And in some ways it does get better. But in other ways, new stuff gets added. You have to find your strength. You have to find your way to do you. Because that's the only way you will get through. It's that simple. And it's that hard. No matter what you think is the destruction of your world, no matter what it is, a parent dying, some other family member being really, really ill, I understand, man, I get it. I've got a lot of that going on in my family, too. But we only have two choices as a person, and that is to crawl up into a circle and die, Or to stand up and shout at the universe. I'm here, damn it. And I am not going to take this anymore. You know what? You can make me feel bad all you want. But I don't care. I'm here. I'm breathing. To me, and it may sound simplistic, but for me, that's the place that I got to that just made me feel like, hey man, life's good. What else do I need? What more do you want from me? Life's good. I'm breathing. I'm married. Still don't know how that happened. But, you know, that's a whole long story. But, you know, I'm happy. Just because I have what little I have. And if I lost it all tomorrow, you know what? I've lost it all before. Things are things. You know, it it sounds like such cheap... Advice. It sounds like something that just you say because it makes people feel better or because it sounds like the right thing to say. But, you know, I have lost everything several times. And you just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and move on. It's not easy. There's a lot of times where you cry, there's a lot of times where you get angry and you slam your fists into walls. Yeah, that happens. But you have to realize that that's not affecting you. It's not affecting the intrinsic you that you are. You know, I hope this helps. I, I say this to some people, and they just look at me like, "Wow, that's dark." But the one thing that the one quote that has always gotten me through, and I'm—I know I'm going to massacre this, but it was something that Soren Kierkegaard said. He was—he argued. That depression is the proof of the immortality of the soul. Because the soul is the only thing that can get diseased. And the more the disease eats, the more there is to be consumed. And I found that to be true. You know, we are more resilient than sometimes it feels like. And... You know, I know that firsthand, you know, my joints ache terribly, you know, I've had some of the physical problems. You guys know I've had some of the health problems, but you just push through and you got to keep your chin up. No one else can do it for you. I mean, I'm doing this as kind of a, just a statement to the community. Cause so many people sound, seem like they need to pick me up and God knows I need one too we just have to keep our chins up and fight. Push forward. Stand up. Don't let anybody or anything knock you down because they are not greater than you. No one is. Everyone's equal. No one has more power than anybody else. Everything that we think of as power, it's quite frankly an illusion. It really is. I don't mean that in like some kind of weird Zen thing where, you know, a gun's not a gun. (laughs) I don't mean it like that because, you know, you guys know, you know, I've been held at gunpoint. I've been shot at many times. It's not that the gun won't hurt you, but the gun's not power. And if you give yourself up, if you give up your power to whatever it is that's threatening you, that's when you go down. It's not when you get hit, it's when you concede that ground that says, you know what, you're right, I'm not as worthy. Don't do that. Just don't. Stand up, be proud, be strong. You know, we're here for you. You can our communities over at um, Google Plus and over on Facebook, head over to the Known site. And join the community there. But we're here for each other. Because that's what life's all about. It's about community. It's about meeting great people. And just enjoying every second that this life has to offer. And I promise I'm not going to make a lot more of... A lot of episodes that are going to be this kind of thing. But it was just... You know, as I went through all the feeds today. It just seemed like everybody needed... Something like this. So I hope you enjoyed. I kind of enjoyed having the Meerkat on in the background. I am surprised that there are 11 people watching right now. Hi! Um, This is... I'm going to try to do this more often. Um, I am going to be switching the podcast time more to... Probably being around 4-ish? 4 or 5 o'clock-ish? Maybe 6 I haven't really settled on a time yet, but I was kind of pushing it off to the end of my day because I really like talking to you guys, and it was a great way to just cap off my day. Like, I'm done working for the day, I'm going to record a podcast and talk to everybody and just kind of get everything off my chest, and the more I think about it, I think, you know, we used to record earlier in the day, and especially when we had the live video. Um, Well, we didn't have video back then, we had audio back then, but... Back when we used to do the live audio stream, we, uh, we recorded earlier in the day, and I'm going to try to get back to that. So watch my Twitter account, watch the um, Facebook page and everything else, and I'll push out a notification when um, we're going live. If you can get yourself a copy of the Meerkat app, that's M-E-E-R-K-A-T, um, um, it will... Noti- as I understand it, notify you when we go live. Um, I might actually just start doing office hours every now and then, too. Just put it on and have it on in the background while I'm working, um, like I used to do with Ustream before they got all weird, because I really like being able to talk to you guys while I'm working, you know? where writing is a very lonely, solitary existence. It's just me in my cave, you know? Doing what I do. So I might start playing around with this a bit more. I had a lot of fun with it. I hope you guys did too. If you're missed, if you listening to this on the recording. And you missed the live thing. I will be doing it again. I'll at least be doing it all this week. Probably between 4 and 6. Um, Central time. But I can't be more specific than that. Because I'm trying to iron out a lot of scheduling stuff. And if this live thing becomes a more regular occurrence, then I'll definitely, definitely give a time, you know, set a time so that everybody knows, Oh, it's going to be happening about this time. But right now as everything's being shuffled. We'll have to see how that works, but I really hope you guys have a much better week. Um, I know I'm planning on it because I, I, like I said, not giving up, (laughs) this is going to be a week of You know, finding things that you love, and I don't know. It's going to be a week of Thundar and Herculoids or something like that. Anywho, that's it for the podcast today, and I will be back tomorrow. Um, By the time you listen to this, you'll probably already have the newest issue of the newsletter. If you did not receive your newsletter, then please double-check that you have updated your email address preferences and all that if you haven't done that in a while and you can do all that at projectshadow.com and if you would like to like to be in on the newsletter sign up at projectshadow.com and when the free novelette comes out Sands of Time you'll get that too so then that's in the works and that should be soonish so until next time <laughs> have the fun bye